I heard this multiple times. They said, yes, but why are you not starting your business? Like you're talking about this all the time. You're talking about habits. You're talking about mothers. You're talking about the needs that are there and this podcast. And why are you not doing that? Hey, mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success, fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching little league? advocating for your special needs child, or mastering meal planning, maybe going back to school or starting your own business. The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So, whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey, Mama, and welcome to this week's episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. I am your host, Shannon Carruthers, and I'm a habit and success coach and podcaster who has the wonderful opportunity of getting to interview moms and let them share their stories, the good, the bad, and sometimes the ugly, and remind us all that we're not alone and that our version of success can look completely different from someone else's, and we can still learn from one another. I hope that you have enjoyed the the most recent episodes that we've had. We've had some incredible guests, and this week's episode looks a little bit differently. Normally, I interview moms and they share their stories, but this week I am actually getting to be an interviewee. My friend Natalie hosts a Mom's Passion Project, which is a podcast about mom's passion projects. (laughs) Those can vary between things that you're doing just for yourself to sometimes what turn into businesses. And Natalie does such an amazing job of talking about topics that are relevant to moms. And I absolutely would recommend her podcast to you. So make sure you go follow, check out some of the other episodes. We decided to go ahead and share it on the Successful Mama podcast as well. And so I am really excited to get to release this to you guys. You can hear a little bit more of my story. And I hope that some of the information and the things that we talked about are relevant and helpful to you. So I hope you enjoy this little bit of a change up with this week's episode. Make sure to go follow my friend Natalie. Her podcast, again, is called A Mom's Passion Project. I will link it in the show notes as well as her Instagram where you can find her online. She is a wonderful woman to follow and she is so inspiring, encouraging and sharing good information. And just so you know, she will probably be on the podcast before long. So keep an eye out for that. All right, without further ado, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to the podcast. Today is kind of a unique day. Um, I am Natalie, and I have the podcast, A Mom's Passion Project. And I have my friend Shannon on, and she has her own podcast. So Shannon, do you just want to kind of introduce yourself and tell us about your podcast and who you are? Yeah, sure. So um, thanks for having me. I'm excited about this. This is going to be a fun um, little change up, do something different. So uh, like she said, I'm Shannon Carruthers. Um, I have the Successful Mama podcast, which is a show where I focus 
on telling stories of moms who are living out their version of what it means to be successful. Essentially, I think that motherhood, you know, success doesn't look the same way for all of us. And so it's important to tell those different stories, talk about highs and lows, and um, just hear that we're not alone. So that was, you know, that's more about the podcast. As far as me, I am a wife to my husband, Will. We've been married for 15 years. We've got two little boys who are six and eight, and we live in North Alabama. Awesome. And I absolutely love your podcast. I love that you tell stories. I love that you have visual aspect to your podcast as well. So um, I'm excited to be able to kind of just be here together for you to share your story. And, and, you know, because with us here on A Mom's Passion Project, it is about passions and, and pursuing those passions kind of outside of motherhood. I mean, it can include motherhood, but And for you to be able to go out and interview women, moms specifically talking about what success means to them, I feel like this just like kind of goes like hand in hand because sometimes the passions that moms pursue turn into businesses and sometimes what success means to them is the business and sometimes what success means to someone else is you know, just being that mom that can be at home and be there for her kids. And so I love that we're kind of just blending this together. Um, okay. So you're married, you have two boys. We're married. We also are celebrating 15 years this year as well. So, um, happy anniversary, 15 years this year to you You guys as well. Do you feel as old as I do? Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, it's uh, it feels very strange because, you know, I always think back to like when you're in grade school or high school and you're like, oh, my gosh, we've been dating for three months. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we've been together for exactly probably for me in my situation. We've been together now more than half of my life. And that's just. Yeah, I mean, it's it feels crazy for sure. It does. Um, Okay, so what I kind of want to dive into them first is for you to share with us your passion project because you know I knew you before you had this podcast you and I kind of go back to a few years ago now when we were kind of just learning about entrepreneurship and business and creating something and teaching on stuff so how like kind of what's been your journey so far leading up to where you are right now with this podcast and and what you're doing with this passion of yours yes I I love that um so we, you know, we got to start at the beginning together, which I think is really cool. And I've loved seeing, you know, your transitions as well along the way as we've gone and changed and and grown. Um, And I will say, back then, when we first met, which I guess it was like 2019, probably, I feel like because we were getting ready to go to California for our anniversary. And I was like, hey, let's uh, throw this whole kink in this thing. And I'm also going to be studying the whole time I'm there and watching all these videos and learning. So anyway, um, during that time frame, essentially, I had gone through this transition of um, realizing that I was stuck in motherhood. And I knew that this had gone back long before my kiddos were born. And looking back now, I can say with confidence that it is because I had developed some really poor habits along the way, just small things that had shifted over time and ended up compounding and creating a life that I wasn't thrilled with. And so I didn't know what to do from there. I was just like, well, I got to change something. I can't change much. So I'm going to do a little bit at a time. And eventually those things, those positive changes started to compound 
and helped me shift my life into a direction that I was happy with and was was you know really grateful to see that position changing and I knew that other moms were probably feeling the same way and so I decided at that point that I wanted to start a podcast and because that was one of the ways that I was learning easiest was because I could turn on a podcast, I could listen, I could do all the normal mom things that I was doing, and I could be learning in the process. And so once I decided that, that was when I joined that group. And since then, I am happy to say that I launched my own coaching business. So I work with moms on their habits and systems within their home or their business, whatever it is that they're focuses on because like like you said you know your intention in whatever is most important to you is not going to be the same as everyone else and now i got to launch the podcast and i'm loving sharing those stories so that's amazing so how so that was yeah i think back in 2019 and when did you launch this podcast just so we have like a time reference how long did that kind of take you to to figure out this is what you wanted to do <laughs> such a funny funny story um so 2019 i i will say i am very much a researcher i want to learn all the things before actually jumping into something and i i will say this i'm recovering from that because i recognize now that i've spent my whole life battling with this perfectionism and using procrast or using this researching thing as a procrastination um, method and so i just said well i'm not ready yet i don't know how to do all these things yet so i need to keep learning and that way then once i know everything then i can launch um with that being said i took that class in 2019 and then I planned to start the podcast in 2020. And we know what happened in 2020. We had a little bit of chaos in the world, but we also, at the same time, my husband and I decided to renovate our house from top to bottom, which was a whole nother story. Um, but I knew that I couldn't launch the podcast, have virtual kindergarten with my oldest, and renovate the house because we were doing most of the work and I was learning how to do all of that at the same time. And so I put, you know, the podcast on hold, life happened, and I actually ended up launching in March of this year after I said, okay, this is it. Like, I, I can't keep waiting. I'm just going to do it. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. Let's just start and see what happens. That's so funny. And I think it happens for a lot of moms, especially like we're, we're always like, okay, I have this idea. I want to do this thing. And, you know, like I need to learn more. I need to take, I need to watch some YouTube videos or to take some tutorials or figure the things out. So what do you think it was for you that, um, caused you to make that switch to say, okay, I'm just doing this now. Like, was there anything that stood out to you that was, or do you think that doing the research was actually really helpful and, and helped you feel more prepared? Or, or was there a situation where you're just like, okay, I'm pulling the bandaid off. So I, I will say that like doing the research and all of that has immensely helped me along the way. Obviously, you know, taking imperfect action and doing the thing is going to help you learn as you go. And it's going to be a, you know, a quick learning lesson for you. But also that preparation that I did beforehand really helped once I did decide to rip the bandaid off, as you said, to like move forward and just go. And so the reason that I ended up launching 
Um, I had actually put all of this on the back burner. My youngest started kindergarten and I was getting ready to go back to work because that was always the plan. Once my boys were in school, I was going to go back to the corporate world and, you know, get a job. And then I kept taking my resume to these women who I really respect, who are very successful in their field. And I was like, look, here's my resume. Can you get me a job? Can you help me? And they were like, well, yes. And I heard this multiple times. They said, yes, but why are you not starting your business? Like you're talking about this all the time. You're talking about habits. You're talking about mothers. You're talking about the needs that are there and this podcast. And why are you not doing that? And so I spent some time kind of thinking on it and we decided to just like jump in. And that's what we did. I started my business in October. I worked towards getting my first clients and then um, I ended up launching the podcast, like I said, in March. So it was kind of they gave me that push that I needed. And once I started, I'll also add this, that in January, I always decide on the word of the year. And my word of the year this year is uncomfortable. And so to me, anytime when I would ask, okay, is this the comfortable choice? Is this like me just sitting, trying to learn more, trying to to figure it out? Or am I being uncomfortable? If the answer is, I'm sitting here trying to figure it out. I need to shift and do something different. And so that is what ultimately started the podcast. I love that. I love the whole comfortable part of it because I think that it's easy. And I know you know this, obviously experiencing it and probably a lot of moms. It's just, it's so much easier when you when you feel comfortable, when you've got your routines down and it's like life is not necessarily simple, but it's, it's known and it's comfortable. So for you to be able to step out of that comfort zone and try to be aware of it and do it more frequently so that, you know, had you not done that, you probably potentially wouldn't have had the podcasts and then the coaching business and everything that comes with it. And one other thing I wanted to kind of just talk about and point out is I love that you had the women in your life that you know, as you're going out trying to find jobs and and networking, that these women had the courage enough, I guess, if that's the word I want to use, to to tell you, hey, we would love to have you on like our team or I would love to hire you, but you have this something about you. So I love that other women pointed it out in you to encourage you to to do it. And and here you are now, you know, you've got clients and you're helping people and had those women not stepped up to say that to you, I think it just encourages me more to point that out in other people, to really be bold in telling other women, hey, you have this gift, you have this quality to to do something amazing and um, and really encourage that woman and that mom to, to do it. Which kind of then brings me to another question for you is, as you're doing your podcast and interviewing all these women, what do you think, what's kind of like a underlying um, value or an underlying thing that these women, when they're talking about success to them, and I, this wasn't in our notes, so you'd, I'm kind of maybe going to throw you off a little bit, but is there some kind of common theme, I guess is what I'm going for, for women moms that when they're talking about success, what success means to them, is there a common theme around it? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. I, there've been a lot of common, you know, people have said some similar things, but I think the one that I have heard 
over and over again that I honestly relate to and love so much is that success is teaching our kids to be kind. Like if we can help them to be kind people, no matter what it is that they do in their life, no matter, you know, their intelligence, no matter their specific gifts or talents or struggles, if they can be kind people, we will have done something right as moms. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's like, it's so, so simple yet so profound at the same time. And especially in the world that we live in today. Um, so that we are raising the next generation to, to be kind. Um, so then my next question for you is just how do you manage it all? How do you manage time? How do you manage things with your spouse that you've been married for 15 years? How do you keep that like a priority in your life? And how do you manage the kids in school and running a podcast and also doing a coaching business? How do you do it all? (laughs) I think the most important thing to remember is that you don't you don't do it all you know you have to prioritize what is most important in those moments and and what i focus on teaching my clients and trying to remember in my own life is just that i have to be very intentional with how i choose my time i can't say yes to everything you know there are a lot of things that i would love to do but my answer has to be not right now or no thank you that's just not a priority for me and my family right now so getting really good at saying no to things that just don't serve you and your future and what you define for your own success um and also i think the other thing that i have learned and i'm still still learning to deal with i think as as most moms can probably relate is just to ask for help the power of communicating with my husband of saying, hey, listen, I'm drowning. I'm really needing help with this thing. Can you pick up some in this area? Or can you do, you know, this for me or even from friends, the same thing, like being able to recognize that just because I can do something doesn't mean I have to. So allowing someone else, if they say, you know, can I do this for you? Yes, yes, you can. That would be so great. Thank you so much. Because if I'm willing to ask for help from someone else. I also know that whenever they are in need, they're going to be more willing to ask for help from me as well. Yeah, I don't know if it's a like a women thing or a mom thing, but I that's probably one of my biggest struggles is asking for help and and delegating things, right? Delegating things uh in the home and I don't know. Do you do you think you struggle with that a lot or do you have you found it to be a little bit easier as you kind of navigate this whole journey? I think I definitely struggle with it, but I will say it has gotten easier the more that I've practiced it. Just like anything else, if you practice saying yes, if you practice asking for help, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And I've seen that in my own life, but do I still struggle with it? Absolutely. I think you're right that it's definitely like a mom thing, a woman thing. We know we're capable of it and we shouldn't have to ask for help because we know we can do it ourselves. But just allowing you know ourselves to remember that we're human, that we only have 24 hours in a day. And if we teach our kids to take some of that load off of us. You know, if we help them be more independent, teach them to do some of those things. If we ask for help from others, it it does get easier to where, you know, it's a muscle that you're practicing using every day and building strength with. 
Yeah. And with the whole idea of practicing the asking for help and creating, um, as you might call it, like a habit, a habit around uh, asking other people to, to kind of chi- uh, chip in with things. What are, and again, this wasn't a question I sent to you, but it just kind of came up because you do teach a lot on habits. So I would love to hear just like, what are the top, I don't know, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, like habits that you, maybe you found personally or that you're finding with your clients that, that once they kind of implement these habits, um, you know, life gets a little easier, maybe pursuing passions becomes more of a priority. Um, if you have anything in mind about those top few habits that you've done for your life or you, you coach to your clients. Yeah. Um, as far as specific habits, I think the thing that I teach my clients is is that, you know, I want habits to be something that are sustainable. So just because, you know, the new year you say, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to exercise every day, I'm going to do all these things, like those are great habits to have. But if you don't have them built into your life already, and you're trying to like cram all of them in at once, it's going to be really difficult for you to do that in the long term. So I just say start really small with your habits. Choose one or two things that are going to be in a specific area of your life that will spread into the other areas of your life as well. And I know this is going to go on my podcast as well. I'm going to share it. And so for those of you that are not familiar with Natalie, um, she is a very big health person. Like, I love the stuff that you post Uh, I could have said that more eloquently, but (laughs) the stuff that you post on your health and on, you know, how important that is to you. And so to give that example, doing something towards your health is something that is not only going to benefit you, but it's going to impact your family. It's going to impact the other areas of your life because you're going to have more energy. It's going to probably impact the way that you're choosing, you know, if you're exercising, one day a week or or three times a week for 10 minutes or whatever that small action is that you're deciding to add in, it's going to bleed into the other areas of your life because your health affects other areas as well. So I don't know that I have a specific, you know, one thing. I would just say you have to look internally at this, the trouble area that is the worst for you or the thing that you're struggling with the most that's going to impact the other areas of your life as well. Does that make sense? Okay, so you were talking, I we I just be on all transparency, we had a little bit of a glitch here. So we're kind of picking back up the episode. So um, hopefully what we're going to now talk about makes sense. But from what I recall, you were talking about um, with habits and having something that will then bleed into other areas of your life. And so what I was going to say is it reminded me of a course I took and you and I love taking courses and learning and, and all the things. Um, so I don't remember. And this is actually I've taken two different courses around this topic and it's called the domino, like something in terms of like the domino effect. So it's like you pick that one thing and there's different exercises you can go through to to figure out what is that one goal that you have that if you achieve that one, it would be a domino effect for other areas in your life. So, you know, I talk obviously, like you said, a lot about health and fitness. And so sometimes for me, like that domino effect would be like, get up at 5am and do a workout. And that one healthy habit will be the domino effect for everything else in your life. Because then now you, you feel good because you got it done, you actually worked out, you're drinking water, you're eating healthier. And it's like this domino effect. So 
that's um, what brought to my mind when you were talking about that. Yes, absolutely. And another, you know, another way that you can call another thing you can call that is like a cornerstone habit, something that is going to be a powerful habit that is then also going to influence other habits in your life. So that workout that you do is also going to probably influence what you choose to eat later that day. You know, so it, it kind of impacts those other yeah. things and, and it sets the, um, I guess it starts that momentum for you through the day. Something like your, you know, your morning workout or making your bed first thing in the morning. That's something that I love doing. Um, I also love to do something called sky before screens, where when I get up in the morning, rather than grabbing my phone and immediately like starting to scroll, I try to put that off. And my first action is I get out of bed. I go outside for a few minutes, I do some stretches, whether it is still nighttime, because I get up pretty early, or if it's like the sun coming up, it's always a good thing to go out and just kind of stretch, be present, notice some things around me. And that also sets, you know, the tone for the day. Yep, I love that. I'm kind of similar too. I have, um, I'm a very big proponent, advocate, I don't know, whatever you call it, for morning routines. And um, I mean, there's definitely se- different seasons of life that your your routine will be changed and different. But um, I'm in a season of life where I can very much have like a set morning routine. So even, you know, recording this on a holiday weekend, I still wake up before my kids because I just need that time to settle into my routine and, and get things, you know, kind of checked out, not even checked off my list, just for me to feel better, yeah. you know, even if I don't do all the things that I plan to do when I wake up. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, I, I think it's important too. one of the things I teach my clients is to make sure you take inventory of who you are. Because while you and I may do really great with a super early morning routine, for some women, that is awful. (laughs) Like the idea of getting up at 5am not only feels so counterintuitive to like helping them have a good day. It's just, it's not what they should be doing. So taking inventory of who you are in order to decide what habits you need to start, I think is really important. So that's one of the things that we really talk about um, with clients is making sure you're making sure you're catering your habits to who you are and not just to what the norm is that everybody says you should be doing. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, so kind of two questions left, maybe maybe three, but they're, you know, opposite. So the first question being, what has been the hardest thing for you as you are pursuing this sex, you know, the, the successful <laughs> mama podcast and um, and coaching clients? And I know you got on, you know, your local TV station and stuff. So what has kind of been, though, the the biggest struggle over the last year, year and a half as you pursue this? Oh, goodness. I would say, you know, going back to that perfectionism you know, that's, that's my very stereotypical answer. Like that is the root of everything for me. But I'm trying to think if there's something more to it than that, that I can answer differently for this question. Yeah, with perfectionism. I mean, I think it's such I know it's a, it's a very common answer, but it makes it relatable. So um, yeah, what were you going to say about it? And how does what does that mean for you? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, on, on the topic of perfectionism, just like making sure 
that I catch myself. I think one of the things that's hard to remember is, you know, whether it's in business or in life, your habits are your habits and they're there for a reason. They are truly ingrained in you. And so just because I recognize the fact that, you know, perfectionism is there, it doesn't mean that it completely goes away. I'm still battling those same habits that I started with years ago that I recognize and I can see in the moment, oh, this is what I'm doing. It's just, it gets easier to do over time. And so I think for me, I mean, my constant struggle, whether it's business, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, working on our house still from that renovation, um, all of those things, it's going back to, okay, recognizing I'm doing this same pattern. I am trying to overlearn. I'm trying to stay stuck in, you know, using this as procrastination rather than moving forward. I need to take a breath, see what I'm doing, get out of it, get uncomfortable again, and then that'll help me to move forward. So I can't tell you how many times over this last year I have written in my planner, uncomfortable, 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 because even though I know it, I still go backwards and and get stuck in that rut again and again and have to remind myself to get out of it. Yep, it happens to all of us for sure. So then on the flip side, what has been the best thing that's happened, whether it's something you've learned or an experience you've had, but over the last year, year and a half of, you know, pursuing this, what has been like your greatest joy in it? Oh my goodness. So many. <laughs> um, Name a few, I okay. guess. It doesn't have to be No, the I'll give you, I'll give you two that came to mind right away. Number one is my kids recognizing what I'm doing. I, you know, your kids do those little silly sheets where they write and fill in the blanks of, you know, my mom is this, my mom is that, whatever. And one of the best moments was getting my kindergartner's work home last year. And it said, my mom for work does a business podcast. And I was like, like, it just, one of the reasons that I started all of this is because I want to make sure that I'm not only telling my kids to follow their dreams but I'm setting the example for them and showing them that I can do that too. Because I think our kids ultimately are going to do what we say, or I'm sorry, they're not always gonna do what we say. Oftentimes they're gonna do what we do. They are watching us and they're mimicking us. And so if we're telling them, hey, go do this thing that scares you, go try the thing that's hard and we're not willing to do it ourselves, then we're not doing the best job that we could do as a mom for them. And so, that to me, receiving that home, you know, was just a reminder that they are watching and they are seeing these things that I'm doing. Um, The other thing that came to mind immediately was just the fact that I thought when I started the podcast that I would be sharing these stories to inspire other women, you know, to, to teach them and to let them, you know, be encouraged by all of these stories when through doing these interviews, I have been so dramatically encouraged myself. I have learned so much from these women and been inspired in all of the things that I wanted for other people. And so just having that opportunity and, you know, being able to do that feels like such a gift. Oh my gosh. That's like the, probably the best answer you could ever possibly give. And I couldn't agree more with with the kids. Um, You know, I very much see a lot of entrepreneurial spirit within my own kids. And 
you know, the ideas that they have and, and learning to help them foster it. And it's like, yeah, being that example for them to show them, hey, I'm doing something that I think is crazy. Um, I think it's going to be hard. It's really uncomfortable. And for them to see that is, is like you were saying, is like the greatest gift that we can give them. And then, yeah, with the interviews, I totally agree that anytime I bring a guest on, you know, even like you, Shannon, it's just, it's so amazing to hear that, like, I feel like I'm such a little person in this big world. And, but when we have these like conversations and these connections, it's just like, we're all kind of the same. Like we all want, you know, we all want to, we all want to inspire and we, and we want to be inspired and, and having these people in our lives that, um, do that for us. Like, it's just, it's amazing to know that like, there's so much depth to you. There's so much depth to the people that you bring on your own podcast and um, and for you and me to be able to create a, you know, a platform to to share those stories is such a blessing. Um, and probably, you know, like you is one of the things that just drives me to keep doing it and to keep, you know, asking questions to the the guests on the podcast. And um, so I think that's amazing. Um, Then the last question I have for you is just what advice do you have for a mom who feels like, you know, she's just it's too late or she's getting too old or, you know, her kids are now in school, but she doesn't know where to start anything like that. What advice would you have to to give to her? I love this question. And I wish I had like an amazing answer. I think I have to go back, you know, as far as starting late. um, I think we all go through different seasons. I think we're inspired at different times. And, you know, the things that we go through become our story for a reason. And we're meant to share those things in order to help other people. Your story matters. I think that's a big thing that I would tell them is that your story matters And it can be helpful to someone, whether you tell it on a podcast, whether you tell it on your Instagram, whether you tell it to a lady at the park that you meet one day while your kids are playing, like your story matters and it is there. You've gone through those things in order to be able to help someone else in a lot of cases. Um, I think the other thing that I would tell them is just (laughs) the thing that I reminded myself in my early days. And if you want to hear more of my actual story and how I ended up in this place, you can go back to my podcast on, I think it's episode five and I share more about my story, but essentially I felt stuck in motherhood and I felt stuck in my house was a mess. Everything just felt so overwhelming and it was paralyzing to the point that I I didn't know what to do. There was so much that I had no idea where to even begin. And I think that can be relatable, whether it has to do with cleaning your house, whether it has to do with starting a business or a passion project or, you know, whatever it is that you're starting, there's often so much to do that you may not know where to even begin and it can feel paralyzing. So I reminded myself every day when I got stuck, I would just say, okay, the hardest thing to do is start. That's it. The hardest thing to do is start. Because once I take that initial step, once I begin, whether it's, you know, a sink full of dirty dishes, if I can just wash one dish, it's a lot easier to wash that second one. It's a lot easier to finish cleaning out the sink. And that, like I said, that can be applied to anything. So I tell myself that it's a mantra we use with our kids. You know, I repeat it to myself regularly is the hardest thing to do is start. Mm. 
So good. I agree. Um, okay. So then just where can people connect with you? What's the best place to kind of follow along? Um, obviously your podcast, but tell us the best place to go. Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram. I've taken a little bit of a break, but I'm about to be back there, um, on the regular. And that is at underscore Shannon Carruthers and that's C-A-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. Um, and another underscore at the end, but it'll, it'll pop up. Um, so on Instagram, you can also find me at successful mama podcast on Instagram. Um, and then the website is successful mama podcast.com. Awesome. Okay. And I didn't share this with you at the beginning, but, um, I always close out my podcast in prayer. So if you don't mind, I just would like to say a prayer real quick and, um, and then we can kind of end it from there. Okay. So, sounds great. um, Yeah, join me. Um, Okay, dear God, I just want to thank you so much, first of all, for this opportunity. We might have had some uh, technical difficulties today, but um, this story will shine through. And I'm so grateful for Shannon and her, just her courage, God, that you've given her to do what she's doing with her podcast and her coaching clients. And I pray for Shannon. I pray for the people that come into her world. Um, and that um, you continue to give her the gift of inspiring them with their their habits and um, just being who they are. And God, just again, this is such a, a an uh, an amazing opportunity that uh, you have given us to to be able to share these stories on platforms like a podcast. And I just continue to pray that these reach the people and the moms that it's intended to reach. We thank you, God, and we love you. Amen. Amen. See, isn't she great? I knew you would love it. Natalie was an excellent interviewer. I loved this conversation and I hope you did too. And with that, I'm going to leave you for this week. I hope you have a good one and we will see you next week on the Successful Mama Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.